Ever wondered about the intricate dance between strength and vulnerability? In a fascinating conversation with my guest today, Sandy Stream, author of The Courage Circle, we dived into the harmony of embracing both. It's not about choosing one over the other, but understanding how being strong doesn't mean shutting out our softer side. It's a balance that enables us to listen intently to our boundaries and take care of our well-being, especially during emotional storms. There's many people who talk about our masculine and feminine side. Mm -hmm. They don't mean gender. Uh, it's just, you know, you could see it as yin and yang or masculine, feminine, but they're not talking about gender. And definitely uh, it's something that I've uh, learned to experience in my body. So it's, again, it's not about theories. It's all, everything is in the body. This is Sheila's Take, a podcast where you can hear my take on everything, love, hate, relationships, family, and today's issues with a godly perspective. I'm your host, Sheila Dunbar. Thank you for joining me. Please welcome my special guest, Sandy Stream, to Sheila's Take. Sandy is an accomplished author and activist who firmly believes that every individual possesses the ability to discover inner peace and tap into the warrior-like strength. With a diverse background as a law professor, a devoted parent of two, and one who has confronted and overcome life's most profound adversities, Sandy has dedicated her efforts to facilitating transformative workshops for young and experienced adults alike. Her goal, to inspire and empower individuals to live their lives with both peace and power. In her remarkable book, The Courage of Circle, How to Live in Truth and Dare, Sandy explores a unique dimension of power. It's not the power we typically see depicted on our screens or in the realm of politics. Instead, her book invites readers on a journey towards finding peace within themselves and then channeling that inner peace into courageous action in the world around them. So join me in welcoming, welcoming Sandy Stream on today's episode of Sheila State. Welcome, Sandy. Thank you, Sheila, for having me. I really appreciate to have any opportunity, really, to speak about this, uh, the work that I've been doing. Well, I've been uh, checking you out. You've been doing some good work. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. I want peace in our world, so well, I'm doing my part. All. Don't yeah. we all, right? <laughs> Let's just jump right into it. Sure. Can you tell us more uh, about your background as a law professor and how that led you to become an author and an activist? Well, when you say law professor, it's not in a university, but I've been teaching for 20 years, um, like workshops to business people, basically. Uh -huh. So I've been teaching contract law and, you know, uh, drafting contracts for about 20 years. So that's kind of one part of my life, but it wasn't really, uh, you know, my deepest essence, I guess you could say. At the same time, I was always, uh, you know, dabbling in other projects and writing and doing many, many different things, mm -hmm. but never really uh, sharing them very much with the world because I didn't feel the need to. Um, but these uh, past few years during COVID, I really uh, struggled in a much deeper way than usual. I mean, I'd had a lot of challenges in life and I was kind of strong and able and, mm -hmm. you know, managing of all kinds of adversities. But these few years were just kind of extra difficult with relationships, with myself, with uh, everything. And I really took, um, I guess, a lot of time to try to figure out 
how to live, basically, how to live and feel okay. Just spent a lot of time, I call it research, because that's what I think it is. I don't think our inner world or emotional world or all that is, you know, wishy-washy, I think is actually factual. So Mm -hmm. I researched uh, myself internally and I researched, meaning I was reading and watching and listening and doing a million things. And uh, I kind of put together what I believed were the pieces of my puzzle uh, to feel well, regardless of yeah. whatever's going on around me. And it's uh, it was many pieces. It was not one thing. It's not like, oh, meditate 10 minutes a day and you're going to feel well. It was right. not that simple. And uh, so anyways, I put it together uh, as a book, The Courage Circle. And then since February, I felt, well, I mean, these topics are just so important. All these pieces of the puzzle, I'm going to try to talk about it with people. So I started doing um, facilitating circles at my Mm -hmm. local yoga studio. And I meet with people every week uh, online and in person. And every week we have a new topic and we're discussing these super important topics that unfortunately we do not discuss often in the home or at school or Mm -hmm. at work. And they're absolutely critical for, I think, for going about life, feeling uh, some sense of peace inside and uh, some power in your life, regardless what's going on. That's what I've been up to now. That's what you've been up to. (laughs) Yep. That's how uh, your personal experiences with adversities, is that how it uh, in life? Oh, yeah. They, they shape your belief in finding peace and in its strength? Uh, yeah, I guess I was just suffering so much and I was fed up. <laughs> I was tired of suffering and uh, I was trying to find a way of how can I live without, you know, so much uh, inner suffering. And now I don't. You don't. Wow. No, wow. I don't. Can, yeah. can, can you uh, elaborate on the difference between because you in your book you write something about force and power yeah can you elaborate on the difference uh well i mean i got the idea i quoted it from a book called power versus force so he the author probably explains his version easier uh-huh. but really a lot of times uh, when we think about force so you think about like kind of pushing against something uh-huh. or um you know and it needs energy to be able to push it's not like innately powerful right like if you want to think of the word power and i'm not talking about how people use this word you know in politics and everything else but in the truest of this word power you can think of something like the sun right the sun Mm -hmm. has its innate power so internally uh we do have uh a lot of power not like i said not overpowering or forcing just Mm -hmm. you know a lot of powers that we're not maybe uh, aware of or realizing that exist within us. And so part of the things we discuss in the circle, different weeks have different uh, topics, but uh, I can give you one example, let's say of power, if you like, for example, if uh, uh, let's say for the next uh, two years, I decide that uh, Sheila and Tom and Jerry are the three (laughs) people who are going to uh, decide if I'm nice or not, if they approve of me or not, if I'm likable, if I look good, if you mm-hmm. know, three, Sheila and Tom and Jerry, you three are now going to decide that. Well, that is basically giving the power to power. those right. to make those choices. And instead mm-hmm. we can kind of take it back and 
And literally, and I'm not talking about it like theoretically, I mean, actually, literally uh, be the one that has this uh, power inside us in terms of our power of mm-hmm. accepting and loving and approving ourselves and all these things. So right. that's one example of a, of a power that we have. We have other powers. We have the power to choose. Um, we have a lot of different powers that are already there. Um, unfortunately, we're just not guided well, maybe. And I've had many people guiding me to where I, where I feel okay now. So you're got and you're guiding others. I guess, and you know, in the circle, I would say at this point, like it's. I thought at first, okay, I'm gonna start the circle. I'm gonna kind of uh-huh. guide everyone and facilitate. That's really uh, what I thought would happen. But lo and behold, you know, by um, just having an environment that is open and respectful and okay. kind, just. You know, and I I can share with you how I do that. I guess that part I do kind of set up, but by having that kind of environment between um, adults and they come, you know, everybody's different age, gender, nationality, profession, like there's no Mm -hmm. uh, uniformity of it other than we're all human beings, which is a big uniformity. (laughs) Um, So when you create that environment where people can be open and honest, the wisdom that comes out of each person is just like, you know, I mean, everybody is sorry, learning from each other there. It's Mm -hmm. not just me kind of, uh, you know, lecturing or anything else. It's the environment that uh, allows people to be uh, honest and respectful and, uh, kind and when you have that environment is just it's magical like how much and how fast we are all learning how do you encourage young and experienced adults to live in peace and power uh well like i said we do a, a different topic every single week every so week. this you know one week could be on letting go another topic could be victim mentality another topic could be uh what is vulnerability another one could be you know every week we have a totally different topic and everybody shares you know their ideas about it um, I think one important thing that happens uh, in the group in terms of the energy of the group is, um, you know, I I kind of give a little demo at the beginning about mm-hmm. listening and how to listen. And part of that is not jumping and giving people advice or telling them what to do. Right. It's more listening. Uh, and I think because of that demo, um, there's just an environment where we are not going to jump into each other's lives or tell each other what to do or what to feel or what Mm -hmm. to, you know, or try to control or overtake another person's freedom, basically. And I think by having that uh, approach, it just uh, sends the energy that everybody is responsible for themselves. And when you have a room of people who are sitting there um, treating each other as each one is you know, accountable and responsible for their own well-being, where you need to figure out what you need or what you need to do, uh, including asking for help, right? Mm -hmm. So asking for help is a very powerful, uh, speaking of the word power, that is a very powerful move, actually, uh, to ask for help. It is. It really is. Yeah. Because a lot of people do, it's, a lot of people don't like to do that. It's it's yeah. it's hard because it feels as it's as if like you're helpless when you're when you're asking for the for help and you 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 it's it uh yeah people don't like to do that. Yeah, because we've been taught many things upside down. Really, I mean, we talk about all kinds of things like this, but if you really think about it, right? If you ask someone for help, first of all, it means you're not helpless. It means you you know how to ask. So you're mm-hmm. actually an active 
human being who is going right. towards, you know, better things or helping yourself. So it's the opposite of helpless as far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. And plus, for me, it implies that you are starting to believe that you matter in this right. world, right? So right. otherwise, why would you go get help? You'll just say, forget it. No, exactly. if you're actually getting for help, it's like the first sign of, hey, like, I matter and I'm responsible to do uh -huh. something about it. Yeah. So for me, it's actually a very uh, powerful move. But if your whole life, everyone is giving you the message of, you know, it's shameful, right. whatever nonsense, you know, we believe that. And, and that's not true. That's, and that's the society that we live in that, you know, a lot of times that, oh, well, you know, if you're asking for help, you, you, you're a failure, you're this, you're that. But and that's what takes that's what makes it hard for a lot of people to ask sure. for help. And then it's yeah. then when it gets to a certain point where they're like, oh, my goodness, you know, they have no choice. So, you know, you know, but, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, you know, but at some point, I mean, we can start to realize that we don't have to believe what we're told all the time. Like we can really think about it and think if it's actually true or not true, even mm -hmm. if everybody is saying one thing or saying something else uh, you know another typical one that people say all the time is they tell you to be nice you know how to be nice and we're taught like our whole life to be nice you should be nice to this one nice to grandma nice to whatever and we grow up thinking that I'm not nice if I don't do this and this and run around like a crazy person helping every single person then I'm right. not nice not true right just right. not true right yeah. Um, so we have to kind of reverse a lot of the things that have been uh, taught because I think, you know, all the controlling and shaming and uh, those kind of things are not um, serving any of us, actually. So we have no. to question them. Can you explain what you mean by being strong and soft at the same time in difficult emotional situations? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's many people who talk about our masculine and feminine side. Mm -hmm. They don't mean gender. Uh, it's just, you know, you could see it as yin and yang or masculine, feminine, but they're not talking about gender. And definitely uh, it's something that I've uh, learned to experience in my body. So it's again, it's not about theories. It's all, everything is in the body, just like our emotions and our gut and our heart and all that. So very um, body centered, but also in our body, we can learn to feel this soft side, which is our front, you know, our heart mm -hmm. can be very, very soft and very, very kind. But then our spine, our our back can be actually very, very st strong and stable and supportive. Our masculine side, again, nothing to do with gender. So, you know, we can use our, our dual energies, whether it's for ourselves or for others. And there's been times where, you know, I, I've needed to kind of look for the support part of me, which says, okay, come on, you got to do, okay, get yourself together now. You got this, whatever. So that would be more, you know, that supportive um energy and the soft one might be compassion feeling for yourself and kind to yourself and all that so it's a it's a harmony of the two uh energies that we can walk around with uh again just being uh soft and not having the ability to set boundaries or to be strong i mean that for me is not um healthy or kind or or uh, emotionally mature it's yeah. really important that we have that balance uh, of the two. I am in. <laughs> it's funny. I am. I have a lot of things that I've been doing this year with myself personally, yeah. and I, I have decided that I am in. I've been in the season of no. Okay. Congratulations. And, and it's like I'm. 
I'm not going to do things to please other people. Yeah. I'm going to do things that's going to make me uh, happy and feel good because going places and doing things that's not that it's not going to benefit. I'm not going to say benefit me, but not, that's not going to make me happy and healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just doing it for someone else. It's not, you know, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Uh, you know, when when I think about that, like a lot of times, of course, we're all raised to say yes and yes everywhere. And we're not even in the equation. Like, forget, you don't even think of yourself as part of the be kind to. What about be kind right. to me? Like, it's it's like you don't even exist in that equation. But every time you're saying no to something, in fact, you're saying yes to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you end up saying yes to another person when, in fact, your body is telling you no, no, and then you say yes, in a way, you're against yourself, right? And this being against yourself, like, I don't even imagine how that might translate. Like, we should not be against ourselves. Right. It doesn't make sense and how that might translate into all kinds of disease and Another thing. So for me, it makes perfect sense to take care of ourselves and listen to ourselves and, and take care of our boundaries, because at least that's what I found. And maybe that's what you're yeah. finding as well. If I feel well, I can actually really be exactly. able to spill something into the world exactly. other than, you know. So exactly. first, yes, we fill our own cup. And mm -hmm. then if there's, you know, to spill over something great. But it makes sense. It's just right. logical. Yeah. So that yeah. took me forever too to it, it, start yeah. to realize that because yeah. like I said, this training, like you think you're not a nice person. You think, you know, taking care of yourself is selfish. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Not you're guilty because you're not, you feel like you're letting someone down if you're not able to do this or do this. And, you you know, you're spreading yourself too thin. And again, that, that's with, that starts with the anxiety and, okay, well, I, I got to do this and I got to do this. And, and it's just too much. So uh, definitely, yeah. it's not a selfish thing. Are there any specific emotional situations or challenges that your book discusses and provides insights on? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was so many pieces of the puzzle for mm -hmm. me to feel well, but one was to actually stop demonizing emotions in general. So emotions are in our body. Mm -hmm. They're natural, they're normal, they're healthy. And, you know, we might be taught like they're bad, but they're not bad. They're actually our inner compass. This is how we feel ourselves. So, you know, if we feel sad instead of criticizing this or thinking like, oh, I shouldn't feel sad. I should feel grateful or I should feel whatever. Well, actually, I feel sad. And if we do, maybe we can look at that and see, do we need to cry maybe to release some sadness or do we need to maybe we feel lonely maybe we need to look for some friendships or some more healthy relationships or so we can listen to it instead and for example if we feel angry instead of like oh i shouldn't feel angry you know they were just trying to whatever well maybe we can listen to ourselves instead and and say okay well why am i really angry here like there's got to be some reason and we can look for the truth and the truth might be we're not feeling respected or our boundaries are being broken mm -hmm. or something like that. Unless it's the kind of anger where you're just trying to control people all the time and you get angry because people don't do what you want. That's something else. But if it's a healthy type where your boundaries, so that's actually good information for you of how to guide your life. You know what you need to put limits on that don't work for you or right, whatever right. else. So, so stopping to demonize our own emotions, I think, is uh, something that we can maybe all think about. That's not 
you know, it's been happening for about 5,000 years. Maybe it's time for us to <laughs> stop that pattern and, and realize that our bodies are made to give us information and it's not, you know, we're not made incorrectly in that way. So we can start to listen instead. Well, we have to, you know, you know, our, our bodies will tell us what, what, what we can and cannot do, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Do you have any upcoming projects or events related to your book or your work as an author or activist? So what I, well, I do the circles twice mm -hmm. a week. I do podcasts as much as I want, just to, like, as much as I can, just to keep talking about these topics and encouraging people to do the whatever they need to do in their inner life to get well, you know, and to encourage that process. Uh, and I also started, uh, uh, I guess, about 45, 50 days ago or something after the most recent wars that yeah. popped out into our world. So I started uh, posting on Telegram every day, um, little videos to, um, you know, it gives me peace to uh, do my part and what I feel helps create peace. Um, so I post little videos every day to whatever, share whatever I might know that could be helpful to find your own uh, peace, because I do believe ultimately the only way we can have peace in our world is for each person to find their own peace. And that is how we will have peace in our world. Not if we settle this country versus that country or whatever, that's not going to create peace in the world. It really is each person's uh, um, you know, responsibility to find this inside themselves. And then that's what will come out from them, you know, afterwards. So I'm, I'm, that's my response. Instead of getting frustrated every day, seeing what's going on, I'm like, okay, I'll do something, I guess. And that's what I'm doing. Good. That's a good thing. That's, that's yeah. therapy right there though. That's, that's, yeah. 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 So what are you grateful for? Am I grateful? Um, I don't really differentiate of things that uh, I'm grateful, not grateful, because even looking back on, you know, very difficult times, it's not that I'm grateful. I had so many difficult times, but of course we can see how, you know, difficult events could even uh, teach us all the time and we can grow from, you know, so many events. So, um, but on the lighter side of grateful, like I'm definitely grateful that I've met people now, which I didn't always have that are actually very open and and willing to share intimately uh, in the circle um, mm -hmm. without judgment. So I think that was really uh, something that, you know, is such a basic human need to connect like at a deep, honest level. And uh, I think many people don't have any of that because as soon as you share honestly, you get just this weird response and judgment and bad feedback of all kinds. So to be able to share with other adults uh, honestly this way and and um, have that level of respect and kindness, for me, it's very special. So I'm very, very happy about that. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah. How can my listeners, you have a, a website, right? Can you tell my listeners what your website is and if they where they can get your book? And if they need to, they want to contact you, just if you can give them that information. Yeah, sure. So my website is thecouragecircle.com and there's links to my book or if you want to join the meetup or the circles, you're welcome to join there. And the Telegram channel that I started is also called The Courage Circle. So if you want to pop in there as well. 
Okay. Well, I thank you, Sandy, for being a guest today on Sheila's Take, and I appreciate you. And, and I appreciate you, Sheila, and I think you're doing wonderful things with your work. I really wish you good luck and continued uh, success in all your projects. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Take care, Sheila. Join me next time where I will continue to discuss more of today's issues. I'm your host, Sheila Dunbar. Blessings to you.